0: The message you're about to listen to is by Rev. Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Centre. Remain blessed as you listen. Now, we're going to be continuing our series on the Fruitful Vine. The Fruitful Vine. The Fruitful Vine series has been an expose on Christian conduct. We've been looking at how that it is very, very important as believers for our conduct to um, glorify jesus and not stand in the way of our christian witness hallelujah and this is something that's very 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 important Now, I I mean, I don't want to start going back to all that we've taught. Last week, we focused on the essence of discipline and the role Christian discipline plays in um, um, what you call it in Christian conduct. We went through all of that and I don't want to start going back through that because of what we have to cover this evening. So today I'm going to be concentrating on moderation, dressing and alcohol use. Moderation dressing, and alcohol use. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 5. Moderation. You know, because it's very, very important for us to um, explain certain things from Scripture. For my few years of pastoring, I found that if you don't explain certain things, eh, people are going to assume And they're going to run away with stuff so you now have a lot of assumptions where people now come to that point of saying things like oh we are saved by grace so because we are saved by grace we can live anyhow do anyhow you know talk anyhow because salvation is by grace through faith it doesn't matter how we live but now the the series we've been having has to has been specifically to correct that because that's not correct that's not right Hallelujah. Your way of life actually would show whether or not you are submitted and obedient to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now look at Philippians chapter number 4 and verse 5. It says, Let your moderation be known unto all men let your moderation be known unto all men the lord is at hand let your moderation be known unto all men the lord is at hand now the word moderation all right what that word actually means all right is appropriate appropriate so when he says the word uh, let your moderation be known let your moderation be known he's actually communicating a thought okay that as a believer in your decision your conduct and your expression let it be known that you are appropriate in what you do you are appropriate in your presentation hallelujah the greek word for moderation is the greek is epikē and it means appropriate or mild the implication of that word is not to do something in an extreme way or a way that swings so far away from the middle amen so when he says let your moderation be known unto all men all right by implication he is saying do not be an extremist Hallelujah. Do not be an extremist. Do not be someone that has extreme tendencies. Extreme tendencies. Because the truth is, every single thing that God has given man to enjoy can be actually misused and abused. Glory to God. Glory to God. God gave man food to eat. But food can be what? Eating to an extreme. Glory to God. God gave man sex to enjoy in the confines of marriage. But sex can be abused. Pleasures can be abused. Drink can be abused. So he says, let your moderation do things appropriately. Do things in the right measure. Let it be known that you have that sense of discernment to know the right measure, the right way to do things. Don't do things to an extreme level where people are saying, this is too much. This is um, an evidence of a lack of control. Lack of moderation is actually a character flaw that suggests that this individual does not have the capacity to control themselves. Praise God. They don't have the capacity to control themselves. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. He says let your moderation be known unto all men let it be what you are known for let it be what you are known for let it be what you are known for hallelujah now look at the next verse it says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god which means prayer is a very important tool Alright, in living a moderated life. Because what prayer does is that prayer cuts off the excesses of the flesh. Hallelujah. It cuts off the excesses of the flesh. Okay? And he says, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, look at what he now says next verse. He says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are what? Are what? Are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. If there be any praise. Think on these things. Glory to God. Think on these things. Now, I want to show you something very important. That you know, when you say that expression "moderation," it implies, all right. You you know, when, when you say something is moderate, okay, all right, you you have to measure because moderation is a measure. If I say someone does something to excess, that means there is a standard that I'm measuring that person's actions by. Are you following what I'm saying? There's a standard now you're going to see something interesting in verse 9. It says, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be what with you. Which means there is a pattern and example set before the disciple, which becomes the measure of what is extreme and what is moderate. Are you following? Are you following? So, there is a pattern because, you see, moderation is not at the best of the individual. So, you cannot say that, okay, all right, I'm, I'm moderate in my actions, I'm moderate in my behavior, and I'm the one that determines that moderation. No. There is a standard and example set for us in Scripture. So, the standard and the example that makes us, we will use to measure whether we are moderate or Gone to an extreme in any appetite, in any endeavor, in anything that we set ourselves to do is the example and the standard of the scriptures. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Moderation. 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 Do things in the appropriate measure. Don't overdo it. Dress in the appropriate measure. Don't overdo it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't overdo it. Everything that is overdone has become an abuse. Anything you overdo, you have abused. Anything you overindulge in, you have abused. Praise the Lord. You have abuse. Anything you overindulge in, you bring yourself under the control of. Anything you overindulge in, you bring yourself under the control of.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. So, what measures can we use? to determine what is appropriate what is moderate and what is not look at what it says we've read it before let's read it again it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure so for example a man comes and drinks alcohol and gets to the point that he's drunk is drunkenness pure is drunkenness honest does being drunk have a good report a lady comes and dresses in such a way that her body parts are outside. Or a guy wears a shirt and his chest, his chest. You know some guys are like that too. They want to dress up and let their chest be showing. They don't wear singlets. Or in a, this thing. They wear a shirt and it's like only two buttons that they use out of eight. Because they want people to see the inside of their chest. Is that appropriate? Do you understand? You know, does it any purity of thoughts? Glory to God. Glory to God. So you see, these are things of moderation. Now, you know, sometimes when people hear these messages of moderation, they will say that you are trying to kill our artistic spirit or our artistic expression or, you know, our personality. (laughs) Brother, any personality or expression you have that expresses more of the flesh than of the spirit is not of God, though. You have to contain that by the help of the Holy Ghost. Now, let us continue. Now, glory to God. There is something important Paul mentioned in Philippians 4 8. And he says, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of what? Good report. Now, this is a very important attribute of the Christian. Because when we are talking about moderation, the man who lives his life moderately, all right, and lives appropriately, remember I said the better word for moderation is appropriate, right? All right, the man who lives his life appropriately, He's going to live a life of good report. He's going to have good report amongst the brethren. Amen. Now, let us stay on good report. And why it is important that as a believer, you have good report. There is having a good report before God, but you must also have good report from what? Amongst men. Your ministry on the earth is going to be greatly influenced by whether or not you have good report from from the brethren and good report from among the world praise god i said praise god very very important very important amen you can 1st samuel chapter 2 verse 24 in 1st samuel 2 verse 24 uh, the sons all right of eli did not have a good report from israel glory to god 1st samuel 2 24 can we read what does it say And that having a good report should always be at the back of your mind, amen, as the unintended consequences of your actions. Actions have consequences. Our sins are forgiven in Christ, but actions have consequences where? On the earth. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Actions have what? Consequences. They have consequences on the earth. They are believers that are actually reaping the
1: consequences of their stupidity on the earth.
0: Praise God. I said, praise God. Amen. Consequences. For example, a young man goes and he has knocked up every single lady in the block before he's 25. You know when he's praying for prosperity, you know that prayer will be hard to answer because he's going to be paying child support for all those. And when we want to talk about him, what would they say? Ah, Maradona. Do you know what I'm saying? Why? Because he has, there's a report his actions have generated. There's what
1: he has become what? Known for. They have consequences.
0: Actions have consequences. Look at 1 Samuel 2.24. He says, Nay, my son, for it is no good report that i hear ye make the lord's people do what transgress now what's going on let, let me explain this story was story of some um, eli and his sons now if you understand the priesthood you find out that the high priest passed over the priesthood to his children okay that's what was ordained by the mosaic law okay now praise god i said praise god now eli was not a bad priest The failure of Eli was actually in how he raised the sons. And in that when the sons were doing the wrong thing, Eli did not have the boldness and the authority to correct them. Are you following? Because the law of Moses had certain clear-cut penalties for when people broke or transgressed the law. And Eli's children transgressed the law severally. And he did nothing about it. Are you following? So the issue was now, because of their actions, many of the Israelites were like, no, we don't want to follow, you understand? They rebelled, so to speak. They didn't want to follow after, uh, uh, after the priesthood and do all the things that was necessary because of Eli's children. He was making them transgress. Listen to me. Your bad behavior would actually cause people to say the things they are not supposed to say against the gospel you be hearing things like, imagine, for example, as being as a pastor now. Imagine maybe it comes out that, ah, Pastor Fermi slept with like five people and five children, like, after five children out of wedlock. Do you know what they're going to say? They will say, you see, all those people preaching eternal words, salvation, that is how they live their life. Are you following? So you'll now find out that because of my conduct, people are going to
1: transgress.
0: People will sin. They will now speak against an anointed man of God. They will now begin to lead campaigns and stuff. All of that is sin. But what cost it? This person that didn't walk as she should walk. There are consequences for not having a good report. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. There are consequences. You cannot just say, I'm going to live my life anymore. No, you can't. The stakes are too high, you can't just live your life any way you like. Look at Acts 22.12. Or even let's start from Acts 6:3. In Acts 6:3, the church wanted to choose leaders, they wanted to choose deacons. Deacons, one of the major criteria was that they must have honest reports. That means when they ask them, when they mention their name and they say, What do you think about this fellow? The report that should come out should be good. Praise the Lord.
1: It must be good. If it's not good, then the person cannot be a leader. Can be a leader.
0: The Christian is a bastion of Christian of God's way of doing things. That means when I look at the Christian, I should see this is how God will deal this thing. And if God is love, I should see love in the character, the conduct of that Christian. I should see self-control in the character and the conduct of that Christian. I should see tolerance, patience in the character and conduct of that Christian. Why? Because the Christian is the house of God. Praise the Lord. Look at it. Let's start with Acts 6, verse 1. What does it say? And in those days when the number of the disciples were multiplied, everybody said, I receive. I Louder, say, I receive. I receive. I mean, Oikia Christian Center. Uh, we thank God for growth, but we want more growth. Our disciples are multiplied. He said, and in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the aggressions against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Verse 2, every one to go, He says, what? Well, then the 12 called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God. And what? Next verse. Wherefore, brethren, now listen, no. They were trying to choose men that will serve rice. Look at the quality, the qualification. They said, wherefore, brethren, look here among you, seven men of what? Honest report. Honest report was what? Number one. So basically, what they are saying, if number one is not there, forget the number two and number three.
1: Number one.
0: Ah, we want to um, make Brother Dele a senator. Brother Dele, ah. well Yesterday, while I was in church, I don't want to just accuse him but so that he slapped Sister Ronke. He slapped her. In fact, they had to take Sister Ronke to um, ENT specialist because her eardrum They say it's not working specially anymore because of the slap Brother um, Dele gave Sister Ronke. And Brother Dele has been fighting everybody. It's physical, blowing everybody. You can't make Brother Dele a senator, And you follow what I'm saying? You understand? Why? Because he does not have a word A good report. Or you say, ah, one of my brother, Leco, sister, sister, like ah, sister, Leco. ah, eh, she has. It's okay. It's just that she, when she borrows money from people, she doesn't pay back. She has borrowed money from like fifteen people in church. Because if you make that kind of person sell it, that what's going to happen? She will borrow the entire money of a members. And before you know it. What will happen is instead of them to be having cell meeting, it will be about when are you paying my money back? And before you know it, they will say when they have the Holy Ghost meeting. Somebody will rise up and give a prophecy. Thus said the Lord, oh no man, nothing. Pay back your debt. As you pay by your bed, the Lord said there's an increase coming your way. You open the <laughs> door. Everybody say good report. Good reports number one. Number one, someone says, "Ah, pastor, no, I don't like like, This is who I am. Who are you? Are you liar, thief, fornicator? Is that who you are? You are not born again." Ah, uh, pastor, the way me I am. If you give it to me hot, I will give it to you hot. My dark That's me. I don't I, look. I don't take rubbish from anybody. I don't take nonsense from anybody. I don't care. But the way you are behaving, these people that are not born again, they, may not, they will not. You will not receive the gospel if you preach to them. I don't care. I don't care. I don't bloody care. Everyone can go to blazes. Go to blazes. Nonsense. Hmm.
1: Good report. Acts twenty-two twelve. 12. Good report.
0: And you know, having a good report, actually, it is not a it's not an event it's a process because as you fellowship with the lord in prayer and you, you know, meditate on the word of god and you fellowship with the word of god in prayer and you fellowship with believers what is going to happen is that you will begin to grow and develop as a believer and as you grow and develop as a believer you will now find out that without thinking Your relationship with people and the way you talk and all, it will exude Christ. And as it exudes Christ, when people now want to give a report about you, they will say, this is what this person is like. Praise God. Praise God. Listen to me. Every encounter people have with you, every encounter people have with you, is a story they tell somebody else. Never forget it. Every encounter they have with you is a story they tell somebody else. If I say brother, before we know what's happening, you met a sister. Before you know what's happening, we've said ah, from good morning to good night, you have toasted the sister three times. What's gonna happen is that's the story you say ah, that one. You, you yes, that's what they will say. That's the report they have. So you have to give up or like a sister, a sister, all right. Any small thing you're sleeping with, folks, you're gonna talk about it. It's something that's gonna be talked about. And that's not a good report. You don't sweep it underground, under the carpet of wokeism. No. Am I the only one that sleeps around? I can tell you many of the other... I remember one time like that. I was talking to somebody. and the person was saying, I'm not the only one. I can tell you other people in the church that they are... They are you know, they what they are doing. I uh, was like... Um, you cannot justify your immaturity and your sin by saying other people are doing the same thing I'm doing. No. Glory to God. That's not how to grow. How you grow is by acknowledging I'm doing something wrong and saying I want to grow out of this. Praise God. Acts 20:12. 12 Aha! Uh-huh. Listen. It says, Now, Paul... He's giving a testimony about his conversion. Then he gets to the point where he wants to talk about the person who led him to Christ. And the person who laid hands for him to get through the Holy Ghost and his eyes to be all opened. He said, and one Ananias, everybody with this is what? A devout man according to the word, To the law, having a what? Good report of what? All the Jews will dead there. Jews. He had a good report. The word good report is the Greek word euphemos. And what euphemos means is people speak at well spoken. Right? They speak well. For example, as a Christian, you must be careful the company you keep,
1: who you roll with, where they see you. It's important. You can't
0: be careless with where you are found. You're Christian. They're finding you in a prostitute joint. You're not preaching the gospel there. You are sitting down with the boys. One is drinking shepherd there. Another one is smoking marijuana there. Even you two, you are holding a cup. Red cup. You two are doing like that. And you're discussing David versus whiskey. What, what are you doing there? How is it that you could sit down there the Bible says, Blessed is the man who does not sit in, this, in the seat of this cornful. The blessed man doesn't find himself in certain places. Hallelujah. Bible says, evil communication corrupts what? Good manners. In the neighborhood, when they mention you, who did they call your friend? Who did they recognize you walk with? Hallelujah. I was talking to a wonderful pastor friend and he was saying, ah, I don't walk with some people because they are certain character traits they have that I don't want to be seen around me. So I don't walk with them. I deal with them. That's wisdom. Amen. Amen. That's wisdom. For example, I don't have any friend that is close to me that talks flippantly about sleeping with a woman that is not his wife. I don't have any friend. Do you understand? In fact, I don't have anybody close to me that, that would... Have the boldness to so say that in my presence. I'm intentional about that. Glory to God. That's
1: different for me finding people that I preach the gospel to that's different. But to about an acquaintance. Glory to God.
0: Christian conduct. Christian conduct. This is a very important thing. Because, alright, you're the report of people about you is going to go a long way. You understand in affecting how well they receive your message. Acts ten twenty two. Let's turn in there. He's talking about Cornelius and you know look what he says here. Um, Cornelius encounter with Peter when Peter takes the gospel to him. Praise God. I said praise God. Hallelujah. He says and they said Cornelius the centurion. Listen, a just man and one that feared God and of what could report. Among all the nations of the Jews, so that means whenever they go to the Jews and say, "What do you know about Cornelius? Good man!" Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise God! Amen! Amen! Think about this. Imagine you are growing up in a neighborhood, and there's a lot of rampant, you know, bad guys doing some rubbish, all right, in the neighborhood. Then you now get to a point where You want to preach. You're preaching the gospel. And as you're preaching the gospel, you want to have a meeting. And in that meeting, parents are supposed to release their teenage daughters to attend your meeting. Hallelujah. So the daughter is going to meet the mama and say, "Mom, I want to attend Brother Daley's meeting. Hallelujah. Then the mother says, Who is Brother Daley? She will ask around. Amen. Right? She will ask what? Around. Ah, and, are, and it's a good guy. Or oh, he's a born again. Ah, Pastor Dele, you, you understand? So when she hears the good and honest report about that gentleman, she will say, No problem, go with him. Good report. Hallelujah. It's the same thing for a church. A church, there needs to be, it has to be that a church has this, a good report about the church. When they mention the church, what comes to mind? It should be that, oh, that's a church that's serious with the word of God. All of their members are passionate about evangelism. All of their members are passionate about prayer. All of their members are on fire for Jesus. We've never heard anything like fornication among them. We've never heard anything like stealing and lying. We've never seen anything inappropriate among them. Honest and good reports. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, back in the 70s, that was one of the things that... You see, in the 70s, there was a group called the Holiness Movement, where, you know, what we call this, you know, Deeper Life, SU, Scripture Union, right? Scripture Union. Back then, if you said you were a member of the Scripture Union, there were certain things that were assumed. Are you following? There were what? It was assumed. It was assumed you couldn't tell lies. There were certain things that if people saw it in your hand, they would say, "Ah ah-ah, I need you to say you are SU. Do you understand? Because there were certain things that were assumed. Now, there was a lot of legalism during that move, that revival, but brother and sister, there was a lot of good things there too. Good things there too. We've mentioned and we've said clearly that if a man is born again, the transformation is in his spirit, in his inward man. Praise God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ is a new creation, all things are what passed away. Behold, behold, all things have become new. That's true. However, when a man gets saved, it will affect his outward man. If it does not affect the outward man, we need to investigate that inward man very well. It may not be correct. You understand? He may not be born again. Paul said, put on the new man. Ephesians 4, 24. Glory to God. Colossians 3, 9. Seeing that you have put on the new man. Which means there is a putting on of the inward man on the outward man. And it must reflect in the conduct. Hallelujah. Not we carry, we see, we see, we see Christian folks smoking and drinking and say, one saved forever, say, karabaya That one is not saved. Not saved, or too four fornicating, and they are assuring themselves we are saved. Don't worry, don't worry. No, it's not a, Don't allow it to affect your consciousness. This is sin. It's sin consciousness that is worrying you. Sin consciousness. Don't let us. You see, don't let sin consciousness. We are born again, Some consciousness. So you, are, are you following what I'm saying? If we are unconscious, conscious, well, what are we doing on the bed of fornication? Whom the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. What did he set them free from? Sin. So how is it that we are able to rationalize scriptures to sin when the Son that we are saying we should be conscious of set us free from it? Praise God. I said praise God.
1: Very important. A good report doesn't make us saved. However, it makes it easier for people to listen to what we have to see. You're at work. You're the guy that always
0: delivers on the job. You come early to work. You're the first to come in. You don't just leave any out. You meet your targets. You meet your KPIs. You understand? You're a model person. They try and take into your personal life. They say your personal life is all that. If you are married... You are loyal to your wife. They've tried. The women have tried. They've given you eye. You have kept your eyes on the street and narrow. And when they ask about you, say oh, that guy, no, don't try, don't try. No, it's not that kind of guy. It's not that kind of guy. If I find a bride, no, it's not that kind of guy. It's not going to take a bride. You find out when you want to talk about Jesus or invite a person in to church or sit like that,
1: they will come. It will be easy for
0: them to come because they can see your life. Hallelujah. You are the report card. You are Jesus' report card to them. You are the proof of how Jesus changes people's lives.
1: Good report.
0: Amen. A good report must be intentionally cultivated, and I thought it was the reason for the guidelines behind choosing leaders. So, for example, turn to 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2 to 7, you will see that there were guidelines for choosing bishops. Paul didn't say, just choose anybody. No. For example, in this church, before you're a pastor, I will watch you. Ah, I will watch you well. I'll watch you well. Well. I'll watch you. Are you emotionally intelligent? Do you have a good control on your emotions? Or are you a loose cannon? When you are annoyed, everybody will not hear what you will scatter everywhere. That kind of person can't be a leader. So we put you, you understand? Watch you. Why? Because leadership is so important that you cannot just put anybody there. Some folks think that being knowledgeable is the most important ingredient for leading in God's house. It's not true.
1: It's not true or being gifted not true
0: if you put someone who is knowledgeable and gifted but doesn't have character and give that person a platform you have raised another lucifer because soon that fellow is going to be taken over in pride one of the characteristics of novices is that they are knowledgeable and gifted with no character. Because what experience brings out of you is what? Character. Because out of experience, you will know that there is nothing in living and talking like this. There is nothing that we gain from reacting like this. There is nothing good in responding like this. Do you understand? Experience will not tell you that. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. So, when I say, should open first Timothy 3, right? And verse 2. He says, A bishop must then be blameless. Noto, we are talking about bishop. A bishop is an overseer, right? This bishop here is not the one, it's not like the bishop we have today. Now, the bishops we have today, they are like big boys. So, you know, there's, there's bishop, according to the Catholic. You know, bishop is a Catholic thing. That now the Anglicans copied, then the Pentecostals copied. You know, because the Catholic bishop, all right, the way the Catholic bishop operated, the Catholic bishop operated like a person of um, authority. So the Catholic bishop is like a pastor. But he's a pastor over not one church, several churches. An overseer, you understand? You understand? So a bishop is not one of the fivefold ministry. A bishop is actually an administrative title. He's an administrator who looks over the, so to speak, natural side of churches. He was an elder who oversaw churches. And then shut things run where any other. He said, a bishop must then must be what? Blameless. So that means when we say this guy should be a bishop, when we look at what we're accusing with, we shouldn't be able to find If there was an issue, it must have been something that has been resolved. Are you following? Are you following? Yes. Because if he's full of blame, because this is what it means with that innocence. That's what that word means, innocence. And he's not talking about innocence in Christ. Amen? He's talking about in the person's behavior.
1: Innocent. Blameless. Must be
0: blameless, the husband of how many wives? Are you seeing this? One wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior. Good behavior, giving to what? Hospitality. You say, I'm not a people's person. You can't be a bishop. Don't really the God. When you say, I oh, know, I don't like people in my space. I don't like people in my corner. It's my personality. God can't use you. God is a people person. He uses people, people. Yes, sir? You think me, I like people in my space. I'm a very private person. Myself and my wife, we are like that. We can stay in our house for seven days and we don't have to come, except we have to come out. You know that lockdown period? We loved it. (laughs) We really loved it because we are like that. We just stay inside the house writing. I'll be in my office reading what I'm reading. She's doing and taking courses. She too is doing her own, and we are like there, boom, bap, like that. So don't think so they burn people, they burn us and say, boom, love people. No. Glory to God. Giving to hospitality. Then he now says, apt to teach. This is not teaching gift. That means this person can actually teach another person. He has the capacity to teach. But notice that apt to teach. Is actually the only charismatic quality, so to speak, in the qualification for a bishop. Because he says, I have to teach. The next thing he says, not giving to what? To wine. No striker. That means not violence. Praise God. Not violent. You have an altercation. Maybe someone uh, um, um, steps you and he says, Sorry. All of a sudden, you come here. You yes, understand? didn't you match me couldn't you say sorry if, I, if you don't say sorry I will warn you now you see that's what he's talking about violent the person is susceptible to violent conduct why because an overseer and a leader in a Christian church there will be a lot of people that will annoy you will you fight everybody are you following he said this guy Don't put someone that is susceptible to violence in words and actions. Don't put that person as a leader. All right? No striker. Not greedy or filthy looker. That means this person is not hungry for money. Money is not what controls his life.
1: Christian conduct.
0: You hear some Christians, when they talk about money, I can't do anything for money, man. You understand? They will say, you, you understand? There is nothing they can't do. There is no place they can't cross to the point that they will, de- they, they will, they will deceive another Christian. Sell products they know is, is defective. Not minding the hurt it will cause to the person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christian condom. You know one thing, myself and my wife were talking one time, I, we were saying I said to our I was saying, I said a, a typical aboki, you know these aboki guys? Alright, the outside guys? He said, this, a typical aboki will not steal from you. You know that's good report, right? How many of you know that's good report? Come on, how many of you know that's good report? Do you know why most people would employ abokis in their homes? Because they know, they're not worried about thefts. Because if robbers come, the Abokis will put their life
1: on the line to protect your house. But put a yoga guy there. Just put, put, put your Yerba guy there. Just try.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just try. Put it. I remember when my, my home was robbed, my landlord, you know, because the outside guys who left, they said they were, they, they were traveling to their State or something. So, just go what Yoruba do to this thing. Two weeks later, the guy orchestrated a robbery where they robbed my own flats. Am I saying all Yoruba guys are like that? I'm not saying. I'm saying not so. But the few that are like that, have given the entire tribe a word, A bad report concerning security. So everybody, because of that bad report, everybody say when we want to hire security, who should we go for? Are you seeing how this thing works? I'll give you another example some years ago years ago how a bad report can affect the church years ago i was about to buy a business i was expanding my i was running hospitals there so i was about to buy another hospital so i needed a couple of millions to buy it so i went and approached a microfinance bank, you know, back, back then. I said, I need this amount of money. I have this amount. I need this amount of money to complete because I want to buy a business. Blah, 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 blah. So, one of the first questions they asked me was, are you a pastor? <laughs> I said, yes, I'm a pastor. Then I said, which church? I mentioned Oikia You know, church, I'm pastor, Oikia, blah, blah, blah. they said, good, we can discuss further. He said, because if you were from this or that church, we would not have given you money. He said, because over years, pastors from this particular church have come to borrow money from us, but they didn't pay back. They will say they have one program, a crusade, and they will come and borrow money from us. They will not be chasing them, and we we can't court case. He said, we've never lent money to people from that church, and they paid back. So we decided as a company that anyone that comes from that church, we will not lend money to them. So the few, does it mean that the GO of the church said that they should go and borrow money and not pay? No. But the few did, gave that entire ministry a bad report in front of that company. Are you following what I'm saying? Bad reports. Believers must have a conduct that glorifies God. Not let it be heard that you are a single Christian sitter. Then one, one, one unbeliever person was able to get you alone with him in his room, touching your body. Then after that, you now say, that's how people from that channel, actually, they will say, they'll be talking about Jesus on the TL and all, but we know when we used to hammer them. Or they say that your a Christian brother. He said, "Why? Oh, he's just the Holy Cocoa, he's just that one, no. Hmm. We, know, we know what he did to us last night.
1: could not let that be said of you.
0: Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. Don't let that be said of you. Amen. Amen. So I said first. Where did I say Yeah. He said, but, he said not giving to wine, no striker. that means not giving to violence. Not greedy or filthy lucre. It doesn't mean he didn't say don't chase money. He said not greedy. Filthy lucre there in the Greek means ill-gotten wealth you got in what well so if somebody comes to me now and i don't we don't know the source of his i thank god i'm not dependent on oikia as a ministry to sustain me thank god i thank god for the times when god has used people in oikia to bless me all right but imagine maybe somebody comes to this church we don't know where he's working he said he wants to give us one million dollars where's the company we don't know where is this god, what are you doing god is blessing us how how is he blessing you I've never received money from anybody I didn't know what the person was doing. Don't put me into you understand what I'm saying? Glory to God. I want to be like Abraham. To be able to say that I will not take anything that will make people be able to say that they are the source of my wealth. Hallelujah. Not greedy for what? People look. Up. There are many believers that have taken money that are ill-gotten to prove something. Taking money from yow Yahoo, Yahoo, you know, free fraud, politicians. How can you be a believer? You're walking a the parasita. They are stealing there. All of them are thieves and you are part of... You are, in fact, the class captain of the operation. Imagine it. You are in the driver's license place. There is an official place to pay. But it's your own accounts that they are paying to Christian. How are you going to get people there filled with the Holy Ghost? Explain it to me. How will it work? What of the boss? They say, ah, uh, okay. This is the proceeds of our. Uh, you understand? You know, at the driver's license, they you they call you pay twenty five thousand. Do you know how much it really is? It's six thousand five. The remaining 19,000, they are are saying it. And many of them have, God is good, um, this is our year, or Holy Ghost power, super power. Everywhere on the thing, And they are corrupt people. And they do prayer in the morning. Let us pray. Today will be good. This is the day. This is the day. There is no angel walking in that office. It's
1: devil's that is working with them there.
0: Hallelujah. You are going to rise as a new generation. It's not my hand that will dip it into corruption. Praise the Lord. I'd rather get out of here than do this thing with you people. Listen. When you do that, they will never forget your name. And it will get to a point in life when they will need a man like you that is not corruptible, glory you know I mean to God! I'll tell you this story. Remember this woman? This woman, Dora Kunyili, you know Dora Kunyili, Christian woman, she was a Catholic woman. I believe I think Catholic woman. This woman was known not to be corruptible to the point when the president there, Olusegun Obasanjo, wanted to appoint somebody to a parastatal where he wanted them to clean up. He said, there's just one person we can put here. That we know they are not going to bri- they are not going to be able to bribe. She's principled. She's ethical. And they said, go and bring Dora. Home. Hallelujah. Righteous living one day will lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a Christian, your character should differentiate you. Your character should stand you out. Not negatively, but what? Positively. You're married. What can your husband honestly say about you, oh married Christian woman? What can your wife say about you, oh great married husband?
1: Can they honestly give a good report?
0: Why, you a Christian, you are dating three men at the same time. All of them are your boyfriend. Dating five girls at the same time. All of them are your girlfriend. You have all of their birthdays saved on your phone. And you're speaking in tongues. Oh. And then you are playing it on Twitter. Oh, spent a wonderful time the Holy Ghost today. And the Holy Ghost did not say something was wrong with what you're doing? Amen? You are a student in the class. You didn't go to class but your name is on the attendance. You are you, I mean you have a superpower. Hallelujah. Christian, think about it. A Christian is telling another person who may not be born again, "Help me write my name. I'm not be able to. I won't be able to make it." And they are writing your name for you. Listen to me. I don't know listen, by the grace of God, I have never been able to do that thing. My conscience would not let me. Yes, to tell somebody to write my name down when I wasn't there. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I wasn't there. They How? Praise God. How? mean anyway, my master's um, master's um, program, I'm going to about to drop out of it, by the way. <laughs> Praise God. No, I can't do it. Yeah. I signed up for one and a half year, masters, I'll be two years. It's looking like the thing will be five years. <laughs> so I want to sign up for online. I will pay let unilag be doing whatever they are doing. It's not my destiny, they are going to be wasting like that. Praise the Lord. Nah, I'm not doing it. But in the class, we will be 15 in class, but 118 the attendance. And you will see Ezekiel Sunday. He's not in class. we are practicing lawlessness we we are practicing it it's like we are disciples of reverend lawlessness we are practicing it your name is not you are not in class what is your name doing there don't you understand the implication the implication of your name being there is that you are saying you were taught something you were never taught And you are going to now be given a degree to say you know something that you don't know. Then they will now place you in a place to perform a service that you your degree says you can perform based on the fact that your name was on an attendance in a class where they taught how to render that service, but you were never there. Which therefore means that in the larger scale of things, you are going to be in a place to render a service you don't know how to render. In the end, you are going to render incompetent service. Now, multiply you by one million. That's why your country is it is. That's why
1: your country is it is. You are two one. But your knowledge is last. The certificate is a lie. Your relationship is a lie.
0: You are with three people. The marriage is a lie. That sees someone has out of marriage. How are we sure that your Christianity is true?
1: Because if the fruit is a lie, how can the root be true? How can every fruit you bear be lie, lie, lie,
0: lie, lie? How can you not convince me that the the root is true? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Praise God. You can't be the Christian. And you are stealing the company's money. Cash advance, 70,000. You spend fifty thousand. Instead of you to return the twenty thousand. You now lie that is seventy thousand that you spent. After all, they gave me the money. Have a good report. Look at verse seven of First Corinthians three. One very important criteria. Imagine them being your company and they say, "Man, that bright brother is honest. So honest, he can't steal a pin." That brother is so honest. Whatever he says it is, it is. Hallelujah. You know, you know back in the day, they would say he's a true Christian brother. They use Christian as an adjective to describe good behavior. Amen? Christian as an adjective to describe good behavior. Look what he says here. Yeah? 1 Timothy 3 7. Quickly. It says, Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are where, without. So that means your good report should not just be within, because within you can do high service.
1: Bless you. Bless you.
0: Peace. Yes, sir. But if you try for me, you understand? Good report of them that are what? Without. He says, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. What is he talking about? He's talking about accusation. So when you are going about to preach and stuff like that, they will look at your bad behavior and accuse you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Accuse you. Listen to me. If your ministry, if your person is evil spoken of. Your ministry can't take off. Can't take off. That's why you find that Paul, you know Paul was evil spoken of because of what he was doing before. It had to take Barnabas. Barnabas, eh? Barnabas had to take Paul and carry him to the church and say, I stand for the guy. Before they received Paul's ministry. That he's not the guy he used to be. I had to take him and introduce him to the church. That his conversion is real. That's how powerful bad report is. The, it, it's so bad that when Jesus appeared to Ananias and um, Jesus said, go and meet Paul. What did Ananias say? Ah, He said, Paul, ah, but I've heard the first thing he mentioned was what he had, what? Heard. You will be surprised the doors that have been shut on some people. Because of what people have heard about them. They never even had the opportunity for the interview. For people
1: concluded. Based on what? What they've heard.
0: It's at those moments where we just begin to pray for mercy. Amen. Amen. Just pray for mercy. And we're talking about the God of mercy that turns the heart of men. Where? You understand? Hallelujah. I said
1: hallelujah. Now let
0: us now round up with dressing. First Peter chapter 3, 1 to 7. Now, funny enough, when he talks about dressing in scripture, dressing usually in scripture focuses more on the women. Alright? Really, on the women. Um, um, obviously and the reasons are obvious. Praise God. You know. Alright. And um, the, the emphasis and the focus on dressing for the women in First First Peter chapter three was not, about it was most more about what you prioritized, right? What you prioritized because the women that Peter was talking about used to spend a lot of time on their air and their outward appearance. So Peter was now saying, "Look at it, He said, "Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. That if any obey not the word, they also may, without word." Be warned by the behavior of their wives. their believing woman, believing wife, can your current behavior save your husband if your husband was what?
1: An unbeliever.
0: You need to live your life in such a way that if the person you are staying with, brother, father, mother, husband, is unsaved. Your conduct should make them inquisitive about salvation. Because they should be able to say, Something definite has happened in you. I want to have that experience, what? Two. He says, Likewise, he wives, be in subjection to your own husband, that if any obey not the word, they also make without the word be won by the behavior of the wives. Next verse, and verse two. Why they behold your chaste conversation? That's behavior. Coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plating the air and of wearing of gold or of putting on apparel. It's not saying that the woman should not wear gold though, and put on apparel. In this, the, the construction of this grammar is comparative. Because if he's saying that they should not wear gold, it will also mean do not wear clothes. Because he says, or of putting on of what? Apparel. Alright, look at verse, the next verse now says, let it be, but let it be the eating man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God the great price. So what he's saying is that prioritize your inward man as reflected in humility, quietness, glory to God. Don't be the woman that they've said one, you are giving 10,000. Glory to God. you are giving 10,000. You don't have that calmness and quietness of spirit. That's what he's saying. Glory to God. Glory to God. So he's saying, he's emphasizing adornment of character over adornment of clothes. Adornment of character over adornment of gold. Adornment of character over adornment of plated gold, you know, golden air. So basically, what Peter is saying is if you have gold on, have a great apparel on, have wonderful air on, have um, Brazilian air, Jamaican air, Som- Somalian air, Syrian air, all right, on, but you do not have character, it's useless.
1: Praise God. Praise God. Then it's useless.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, Back to moderation, we dressing, moderation is the key. For example, I say, brother, you know, you want to dress up, but you know, there's some fun, guys. I don't know if I have noticed that you can dress up and say, I, I I want to look nice, right? Right, 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 but there's another one where people want to they dress up to be to be provocative. Any dressing that um elicits impure thoughts from people all right it's not moderate hallelujah now i don't know I, I think that from observation i found out that there are some folks all right who like exposing their body male and female they just like it praise god some guys who just want to just expose their chests and some ladies just feel okay they just they feel the breast is must be outside then bomb bomb they slit it up their timer so they, they feel that's normal you, you get what i'm saying so sometimes when you talk about stuff like that you know and, and i'm always very careful about talking about dressing especially when it comes to women because the bodies of women have been very heavily policed do you understand over the years so there's one you know any smart thing they are looking at the woman women can go. but we have to be balanced in it Hallelujah. A woman can look okay. She can look beautiful, dress okay, dress in a nice, attractive manner. Attractive meaning that she looks beautiful. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see, there's a difference between attractive and seductive. There's a difference between classy and trashy. Amen? Amen? And there's a difference between classy and trashy for both male and female. For example, a guy dresses up and he dresses in such a way that his genitalia is showing through the trouser that cannot be inspired by the Spirit of God. Amen. He can't, it's not possible. You can't then some now come to church like that. Why? Why? What exactly are you trying to achieve? No, tell me, what are you what is the goal? Are you trying to cause the pastor to fall, or are you trying to get the choristers to fall? What exactly is the goal? Because there's a way you dress that we have to ask. ask Alaye, what is your mission? <laughs> what exactly is your mission here? Amen. What's your mission? What's the point of dressing in such a way that, for example, the guy who wears a shirt, this Is this he's now trying buttoning the shirt because he's standing in front of a revered pastor? Amen. All of a sudden, the buttons that were not working start working. Or a sister, she wears a skimpy stuff. We are now lay hands, and the power of God is falling. She's now adjusting, doing as though there's one invisible material from somewhere that they are supposed to add to. Why? Why don't you just wear the one?
1: (laughs) Amen. There
0: was a wedding. A lady was doing a wedding. I want to see something common sense. A lady was doing a wedding. Ever say moderation?
1: moderation.
0: Hmm. She was doing a wedding. So she wore this wedding dress. Because I found that some, some people on their wedding day, I don't get the philosophy, but it's like they want to, you understand? They want to show people. You understand? Ah, I want to show you how much of the flesh in the flesh I am in. Mean. The one to you understand. Because it's like that wedding day is bye bye to father and mother. I want to display. So, this lady, this thing, all right, she wore this um, kind of wedding stuff and, and all. So, during the church, the church wedding, and they were dancing and stuff. So, as she was dancing and all, the, uh, uh, you know, her fell out of her clothes. And they had to now be looking for stuff to. So I was like, wait, it's clothes now. Is it not dress? What's the purpose of dress? Is it not to cover nakedness? Why are we now looking for another dress? That means if you dress in such a way that your nakedness is not covered, you didn't dress up. Glory to God. It's not even, it's not religious.
1: It's common sense.
0: Praise God. Everybody say moderation. It's moderation. Let your moderation be known to all men. Hallelujah. Don't have the I don't care attitude. I don't care attitude, when it comes to Christian conduct, is not the culture of Christian maturity. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. I just was with you last time, myself and my wife, we went for a getaway. So at the hotel where we we're staying, I've never seen before in my life. So we wore this um, bathrobe and stuff. So we now went downstairs. We wanted to swim. <laughs> Praise God. I know swim now. We go remove bathrobe. And I don't cook up six pack. So me, I thought that maybe where we we're going to swim, it's going to be a private area. I just got there. We're not seeing people. Now here was the worst thing. As soon as we got there like that, someone just turned back. BAM! It was somebody from our nursing school. They were classmates. Ah, Tala <laughs> hey, Tala Hey! Pastor, how are you? I'm fine, no. <laughs> I am very fine, no. <laughs> And Are you twice your family? <laughs> that's why it's your family. I said, ah, my family is here, as you can see. <laughs> and so, that's why we sat down. I said, honey. No swimming here. <laughs> yes, because as you are swimming, someone just been coming out, take it, senior pastor of Wake Christian Center. They will now begin to run commentary on my
1: stomach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be looking, analyzing my wife's, uh, you know, um, anatomy. I said, honey. We will go to the hotel room and put water inside the bathtub. That's where we are going to swim. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Wisdom is profitable to God will give us our own swimming pool. Amen. Yeah. Or oh, we will go and rent presidential house where the swimming pool is inside. Glory to God. You don't have the luxury of living anyhow. You are strangers in this world. Stop acting as though this world is your home. Amen. And as strangers, people will set leg for you. <laughs> Amen. They will set leg for you. If you are not smart, the Bible says you should be what gentle as what those but wise as what. You must, ah, you must be sharp. Because the devil will set trap for you. Before you have a handle of it, the thing he has put in, in motion, it has gone far. Imagine something as this You say you just want to go and meet it. Hallelujah. Everybody say moderation. Lift up your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. Ah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. O go sipa casa da cabasi, teliba vigasia, take a labor of go soco toco bola in the capo toco pocotoco bosia, a labor co repa saint alabahaya. On the castle, you have just listened to a message by Reverend Doctor Femi Ola of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.